Welcome to the podcast for Real Church Coweta. We meet every Sunday at 10 a.m. at the Worship Center on the campus of Central Christian School in Sharpsburg. You can also check us out online at realchurchcoweta.com or jump on Facebook at Real Church Coweta. We hope you enjoy this week's message. All right, you guys can have a seat. <clears throat> I'm really glad you're here today. We've got a lot of stuff to go over today. Today's message is going to be a little bit different. Um, if you're a regular attender here, so if you're a visitor here, please come back next week and hang out with us and see what we do. What we usually do is, is we go through a book of the scriptures because I want to make sure, and we're actually going to talk about that in a second, but I want to make sure that we are not missing certain parts of the scriptures. And so in, in order to do that, what we do is, is we literally go verse by verse through the books of the scriptures. Right now we're going through the book of John. And uh, we are, um, we're excited about that. We're going to believe we're actually uh, making progress. We've only been in the book of John for a year and four months. <clears throat> but there's a lot there, right? So we're going to try to cram the rest of it into about six months. Uh, and we'll see what happens from there. But I do hope you uh, came today to be encouraged because I want to encourage you. But I also want to share a lot of information about the church and some things that are going on. Behind the scenes, there's been a lot of people, especially on our staff, that has been working very hard to, uh, to, to make today happen and to put together some things for you to make your life uh, a little more enriching and to make you do what our goal is. And what's our goal? Here's our goal. Our mission is helping others experience God in real life. That's our mission. That's our mission. What does that mean and what does that look like? Let me tell you what it looks like. Here's what it looks like. It's that we open up the text of the scriptures. We open up the Bible. And I hope I do this. Sometimes I don't. But we want to explain the scriptures very clearly and in an applicable way so that you can deepen your understanding of the scriptures. One of the things I like to do by doing that is I like to tell you, uh, when you look at a text of Scripture, a lot of people want to cherry pick and just take one little text and one little text and put together a message. We don't do that here. I really try to, to make sure you understand what all is going on when it's written so that you can understand fully exactly what the text is talking about. And then, helping you experience God in real life, we want to deepen that understanding. And the way you deepen that understanding... When I was a teacher, what I would do is, is I would teach part of a lesson, so to speak. I would teach a, a, a lesson. And then what I would do is I said, all right, everybody, I want you guys to all get in little small groups and discuss what I just taught, and then I want you to tell me what I just taught. And that's what we would do. And so there's nothing new under the sun. That's exactly what we want to do here as well. We want you, during the week, to get in little small groups all over the county, and we offer those small groups here. You'll be getting in those small groups, and you will deepen your understanding. But there's something else that happens when you do that. From the discussion in those small groups, from the discussion that you hear here on Sunday morning, and from the discussion in the small groups, and from opening your heart up in worship, what you end up doing is, is you end up spiritually growing. And when you spiritually grow... Your life changes, and when your life changes, it affects other people. And when you affect other people, that's when you experience God in real life. That means on Tuesday, you act the same way that you did this Sunday. Are you with me? 
Now, listen, some of us are hard to get along with. I can be hard to get along with sometimes. What I encourage you to do is, is this, and I used to do this all the time, and maybe I'll start doing it again. But once we start here, and once you walk in through these doors, I just want you to take the mask and roll that mask down that you brought in. And I want you to be real. And I want you to be genuine. And I want you to experience God. See, I'm just crazy enough to think that if you experience these scriptures, if you interact your, your whole heart and your whole mind with these scriptures, that God will do what He says that He will do. And that is that He will begin to change you and mold you and guide you and direct you. Next week, we're actually talking about the role of Holy Spirit in our lives. We're talking about that because Jesus in the book of John is actually getting ready to promise the role of Holy Spirit. And one of the things that Holy Spirit does is He teaches us in all things. The way He does that is He uses our circumstances, but He also uses the Scripture to penetrate our hearts and to change our hearts and our minds. That's what experiencing God in real life looks like to me. And so the best place to start if we're going to talk about really the mission and the mindset of the church is going to be in Acts chapter 2. So if you have your Bibles, turn to Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 42. <clears throat> Acts chapter 2, starting in verse 42. It's a very, very well-known text. Let me read it for you. It should be behind me on the, on the screen. All the believers devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to fellowship and to sharing in meals, including the Lord's Supper and to prayer. What this is discussing is how the first church was formed and how the first church grew. A deep sense of awe came over them all, and the apostles performed many miraculous signs and wonders. And all the believers met together in one place and shared everything they had. And they sold their property and possessions and shared the money with those in need. And they worshiped together at the temple each day, and they met in homes for the Lord's Supper and shared their meals with great joy and generosity. And all the while praising God and enjoying the goodwill of all the people. And I love this. And each day the Lord added to their fellowship those who were being saved. This is how the first church grew. I'll tell you what it wasn't. It wasn't a slick marketing campaign. It wasn't that. It wasn't a slick marketing campaign that you see on Facebook that someone's got this creative marketing team of 15 or 20 people. That's not how it happened. It wasn't smoke machines, and it wasn't slick preachers, and it wasn't cool fancy light shows. It wasn't those things either. It wasn't. It wasn't watered-down sermons, and it wasn't well-scripted one-hour services. It wasn't that either. That's not what had the church grow. It was people. It was people building relationships, giving, breaking bread together, and carrying each other's burdens. And that's what it was. And that's who we want to be here at this church. And that's the goal, and that's the mission. And so today, we have labeled out three things that I, want to, that I believe that's going to allow us to fulfill the mission that we feel like we have here, and the mission that's almost a copycat of Acts chapter 2, 42 through 40. Seven. We talked about step up, level up, and build up. And so what I want to do is, is I want to go through, I want to go through those three things and how they affect our lives. And how I think that those three things, those three things, how I think 
That's exactly what was going on here in the book of Acts. The first thing is step up. What does it mean? What does step up mean? Well, here's what I'm asking you to do. So we have a society today that does not want to commit to anything. Do you believe that? I believe that. We have a society that they want it. They, I, I said this whenever we talked about the Sermon on the Mount. They don't want Jesus the King. They want Burger King. And so they want to have it their way. And, and so when they come around and they start looking for churches, uh, it's really me church is what they're looking for. Uh, I saw a video one time. It said, this is me church. And the worship leader was saying, it's all about me, Jesus. And all this is for me. It's for my glory. And it is. And here's the thing. You can have that attitude if you want to. But here's the truth of the matter. You'll never grow spiritually. Because here's the thing that you need to understand. The Purpose Driven Life book said it best. The first thing. The first couple words it says in the Purpose Driven Life is this. It's not about you. And it's never been about you. And it never will be about you. It's about Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. And that's who we want it to be about. And so, step up. The first thing we're asking you to do is, is join the family. Make a commitment. Join the family here at the church. We have seen that those who decide to join the family here deepen their walk with Christ and they put down roots. There's something that you can go to uh, you'll notice that whenever we do an event, just like today, we always try to give you food as well. Uh, we've had people that came and said, hey man, you guys are the eatingest people I've ever seen in my life. So we do, we are Baptists, so that's good, um, uh, kind of. Anyway, but uh, we, uh, I know, right? We're, we're Baptists with a little B is what we tell people. Very little B, tiny. We're almost Baptist. You know, that B is really tiny. <laughs> B is really tiny. <clears throat> anyway, um, so, but, but we have, we used to call it pizza with the pastor, and, and we are still going to go, we're going to go back to pizza with the pastor, we're going to do that, but we decided this time to do pasta with the pastor, and that is on the 27th, and that's where someone's going to cook us some great food. Uh, I will tell you the last time we did this, we had pizza with the pastor, we got pizza from across the street. Uh, and for those that were in there, it was really funny, but at the time, it really wasn't funny. Uh, getting everything out of the oven, we, we had everything planned out. Miranda, where's Miranda? Miranda had everything planned out. She does all this stuff. She had everything planned out. And we got a call from her husband, who's sitting right beside her today, that said, hey, the guy dropped the pizza on the floor, uh, getting it out of the oven, all of them. So it's going to be about 30 minutes. It wasn't, real, it wasn't a real good marketing pitch trying to... <laughs> trying to sell people about our church and they listened and you couldn't hear because their stomachs were all growling. They were starving to death. They literally were. And I was like, well, we do fast sometimes and this is the time to do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's for 30 minutes until the people at La Palmas can get their act together. Um, anyway, so pizza with the pastors on, on uh, uh, August 20, 27. The next thing is this, and I, I know especially people who have invited people here uh, we, we do not talk about this a lot at all. As a matter of fact, we don't even take up an offering here in the service. We have boxes in the back. We have a giving in the back. We also give online. But another way, another way that we're asking you to step up is this. Give to the church. Give. Here, here's the thing that I love doing. 
Back at the churches I used to go to, there was always this secrecy around the church and the money and what happens here, there, and yonder, and all this kind of stuff. We don't want any of that. We are an open book. We are very transparent with everything here. Uh, I actually have told our leadership team, I said, listen, our staff, I want our staff to make whatever the average person is making uh, that comes to our church. So I want to make whatever the average male is making that comes to our church. I would like to encourage the males to step up their game because, anyway, y'all need a raise. I'm just kidding. Um, But no, listen, I I have encouraged that. We're very transparent in that. But here's the thing I want to tell you. And I do want to tell you a quick, a quick story. My brother, my brother is, uh, is very successful. He's very successful, and I'm very proud of him. Um, but my brother, he, he, a long, 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 long time ago, uh, he, he wasn't a tither. He wasn't. He didn't tithe. He didn't give 10%. And I, I talked to him, and he said, hey, man, you know, Kelly's working. That's his, that's his wife. Kelly's working. I'm working. You know, we, can't, we, we, you know we, just, we can't do it. We can't do it. We don't have enough. We can't afford to tithe. And I said, man, I don't think you can afford not to tithe. Uh, and this was back whenever I was a, a baby Christian and I had just got married. But, but uh, uh, And if you know my tithing story, it's really funny because my tithing story was very simple. My wife said, hey, if we don't tithe, I'm not going to marry you. And so we tithe, so, which is good, which is good. Uh, motivation was very strong in that one. Anyway, so, but, but I, said, I said, I don't think you can do that. And so for, uh, this is what happened. This is just, this is the facts because he's given this testimony over and over again. He, he started tithing. He had a lowly job as an accountant uh, at a small, he had like an entry-level nothing job. And he, he literally, he started tithing. And not six months later, he got a call from Cracker Barrel. And Cracker Barrel wanted him to be their controller. And so he literally, his wife was able, within six months, his wife was able to stop working. And she's never worked since except in the home. And believe me, she's got a big job taking care of my brother. But um, she, she, she was able to quit her job and, 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 and raise children, and they were able to adopt two more children, all because of this. But he continued to do that, and, and so then he went to Cracker Barrel, and then he went to the Crystals organization, and he got a higher-up job. And then he became the CFO of, of, of O'Charlie's. Uh, corporation uh, in Nashville and and all the while giving more and giving more and giving more and giving more and and then suddenly you know he goes to an oil company uh, they ask him to work for an oil company CFO and then he, he from there he goes to uh, from from that from that point he ends up going to um, getting a call from Dave Ramsey and Dave Ramsey says I want you to be my CFO and so he's you know he's the CFO of the Ramsey Corporation right there that teaches all of these biblical principles and and he'll tell you he said listen my life's changed when I started started tithing listen I can't explain it okay I, I don't I, I'm not going to sit here and try to explain it and I'm not going to try to to, 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 to and, and here's the other thing too there's no one here I want no one here to, to give because out of, out of guilt I don't want you to give out of guilt please don't do that I, I actually don't want you to do that um, but I will tell you this that I can't explain it but life is better on the 90 it just is. It's better on the 90. There's, there's something freeing whenever you're able to give that. And here's my promise I'll make to you. If you'll do that, if you'll commit yourself to doing that, a lot of pastors say, listen, we want you to have an abundant life, and so you need to give us. That's all bunk. Listen, I do want you to experience God's blessings. I do want you to experience that. But what I want to tell you is, is that... the, the if you give 
we promise to use every penny in a way to further the kingdom. And we promise to use every penny, every penny. You've seen that. You've seen what we do here. You've seen us buy people vehicles. You've seen us pay off vehicles. You've seen us pay twenty-five, dollars $30,000 for an adoption for a family. You've seen us give to local missions. You've seen us take care of the I-58. You've seen us, we, I can keep going, we've put down carpet for people, we've put down floors for people. You've seen us fix people's transmissions here. <laughs> You've seen us, and I could go on and on and on and on and on. And so we just want to, all we want to be as a staff is a conduit, all right? We want to make a, a just, just a whatever normal, normal salary and everything else, we just want to have a conduit go straight through, straight through us onto the community. That's what we want to be. Now, God's blessed us here, you guys. Think about this. God gave us, he gave us an, about an $8 million property. Can you believe that? He just gave it to us. He just said, here, uh, this ministry that was here before just said, hey, we trust you guys. Here you go. And he gave us that ministry. It's an incredible thing, isn't it? I'm just asking you to do that. And everyone here knows is probably shocked because I never do this. I never, I never tell you guys, but I'll tell you, sometimes we just need to be reminded. The next thing I want to tell you is this in stepping up. Become a builder. Become a builder. Become a builder. Listen, there are people who are consumers and there's people that are builders. And that's a fact. There's people that come here on Sunday mornings and they are consuming. They come here and they consume the donuts and then they consume the message and then they leave and they come back next Sunday and they consume again. And listen, I'm so glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. I want you to be here. There's no better place to be on Sunday at 10 o'clock than right here. I want you to hear the message. I want you to worship God. But here's my challenge to you in stepping up. I'm going to ask you to step up and become a builder. What's a builder? Well, a builder is someone that comes in and that joins along with the mission that we have, that looks at our mission, agrees with our mission, that we want everyone that we know to experience God in everyday life. Agree with that mission and then build toward that mission. That means that they do whatever is necessary. My old church had a shirt, and I've thought about, I've thought about replicating it for us they had shirts, and I love this shirt. I love it. I wore it all the time. Wendy got tired of me wearing it. Whatever it takes. That's what the shirt said. Whatever it takes. That's it. And that's what our church needs to be. Whatever it takes. That means that there's no, there's no job too lowly. Or there's no job. There's no, whatever it takes. We want to do whatever it takes. Because here's the reason. Because it's not about us. And so I want to ask you, if right now you're a consumer, I want to challenge you to, to go from a consumer to a builder. Become a builder in the church. Whenever I was little, I used to play Donkey Kong. Anybody ever played Donkey Kong? Donkey Kong? So, Julie, you played Donkey Kong? Anyway, so... Donkey Kong, we had this Donkey Kong, and, and I had the little, I played Atari, sorry, I'm old. And I had the Donkey Kong, and you'd go, da 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 and, he would, and that donkey would go, whoo-boom, and he would throw barrels, and it would go down and down, and you'd have to jump the barrels or hit the barrels, and you'd go up the ladders, and you'd go all the way to the top, all the way to the top, and then you'd get past the donkey and keep going straight. And he would, and he would climb up, so I'm out of here. And then you'd go the next time, Donkey Kong, all the way up through, and all the way up through, and you kept leveling and leveling and leveling and leveling and leveling until finally you reached the top and you beat the game. 
the next thing that I'm challenging you guys to do is to level up. 1 Corinthians says this, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, 1 Corinthians chapter 9 says this, and I love this. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, starting in verse 24, it says, Don't you realize that in a race everyone runs, but only one person gets the prize? So run to win. All athletes are disciplined in their training. They do it to win a prize that will fade away, but we do it. This is why I'm asking you to level up. We do it for an eternal prize. So I run with purpose in every step. I am not just shadow boxing. I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself might be disqualified. I want to run a race not so that I can win a prize or get the accolades that come with a trophy. The trophy that I want to have is eternal. It's whenever I get to heaven, I can see all of the various people that I have impacted only because of what Christ did in me. And I want to take all of those trophies that I have in heaven and those eternal crowns, and I want to take it and I want to lay it at the feet of Jesus and say, this is all about you. Leveling up. Leveling up. How do you do that? Well, Sunday morning sermons are a good way to start. I'm going to challenge you to do this. Bring a notebook, bring a pen, and bring your Bible. And take notes on Sunday. Well, he thinks he's something. He wants me to write down what he says. No, I'm just dumb enough to think that if God can speak through a donkey, He can speak through me. And I know that I'm doing everything I can to follow very closely to the Scriptures. Do you know that by Tuesday, if you don't write everything down, 93% will be lost? What did I talk about last Sunday? John, that's, uh, that's really cute. John chapter 13, you're getting better. So that's, that's, what, I'm, that's what I'm telling you. Are, you. are you with me? You were here last Sunday. Most of you were here, and you didn't write it down, which is it's fine. But you forgot it. And so, in order to remember it, you need to take notes. Just take notes. It doesn't have to be elaborate. It's something I say. You know, something, I, something that the Word speaks to you. Just write it down. Just have a little notebook. The next thing is, is in small groups. Now, y'all, over the last month and a half or so, we've intentionally decided to expand our small groups to serve you better. And I want to tell you something right now. I want you to, I want you to know this. There are people sitting in this room that have intentionally, intentionally, They are intentionally leaving their small group, all right? They are intentionally leaving their small group, and they've agreed to do this in order to create new small groups so that we can expand the ministry here. They are being selfless, and they're doing that. And I just think that deserves a hand. I really do. I do. What happens in small group? Well, I'm glad you asked. In small group, here's what we do. In small group, we go over and we deep dive what the sermon was about. That's what we do in small groups. I write questions, and for those small group leaders, I promise I'm going to get better about getting them to you early. I write questions, I write questions, and I write discussion topics from my sermon. And then you get those things. 
You deep dive into the message, you develop relationships, you learn about yourself and others, you share a meal, and you share a burden. So today, what I thought we needed to do is, is you need to know who the small group leaders are, and I have a list here. And so as I call your name, I want you to come up here. I want to start, and I'm just going by the people that are, the, the first couple people on top of the list. We have a Sonoy small group, and that's led by Kip and Bonnie Durden. You guys come on down here, and you stand over here. All right? In Sharpsburg, we have Lynn and Suzanne. Lynn is in the back, and we've got pictures up there, I believe. There they are. It's a cute picture, Lynn. Lynn, you going to come on down? No, no, you come on down. you got to get back here. No. So, yep. We have weekday, families, uh, weekday young families that are going to meet on Wednesdays. Miranda and RJ, you guys come on down and stand down here for me. We have our senior adult that are, are going to meet on Wednesdays, every other Wednesday. And that is uh, Roy and Jeannie are out of town, but Don and Barbara Ann, you guys come down where people can ask you about these small groups. Come on now. Come on, y'all. These are the people that served you. This, these are the people why your blood sugar's up right now. They served you them donuts this morning. So, Rodney and Shannon, you guys come on down. Uh, and, uh, and Mike and Shelly, I'm just going to have them. Who wants to come down? Y'all want to come down? Yeah, come on down. Did you put your sticker on, on Mike? Can you take the sticker? Is that Mike? Sticker? All right. Rodney and Shannon, they meet on Thursdays at 630 p.m. We have Highway 29, which is the Slays. Did she end up leaving? Did you? Rachel's husband isn't here, and she feels awkward about coming down here. So, so come on down here, Rachel. Yeah. We have, uh, we, have, we have our Summer Grove small group. All this information is going to be right out there and on something else I'm going to tell you about in a minute. So we have Rick. You come on up. This is going to be kind of awkward because Rick and Stephanie's in the back helping prepare the incredible meal. Uh, and Lorinda. Lorinda, come on down, please. Come on down here. Now, Rick and Lorinda are not married. They are, they are, they are friends. Uh, and uh, they're kind of. And, uh, but anyway, Lorinda and them are hosting, and Rick and them are going to help, help lead with David and Lorinda. And we have the Genovese's, Doug and Faith. Where's Doug and Faith at? Doug and Faith are right here. You guys come on up here, please. Faith's going to kill me. Um, it's, not, it's not Doug and Felicia. It's Doug and Faith. Felicia is her uh, daughter. We kept putting Felicia down. I didn't. Jonathan did. But anyway, there you go right there. And so here's what I'm so stoked about. Come on up, come on up. Here's what I'm so stoked about, you guys. This is the part that I want you to listen to, and this is the part that I'm excited about. I'm excited about this part because I think it's a huge, it's going to be a huge thing for us. We are actually creating, we, the, out of these groups, we've created two more small groups. We're creating two more small groups for adults. And one of them is going to be Sunday morning starting at 9 o'clock. Sunday morning starting at 9 o'clock. When you walk in, it's going to meet down the hall here. And there's a room right down here. It's right next to Lynn's office. We're going to be meeting there on Sunday morning. And Brian and Brandy Holt, you guys come on up. They're going to be leading that. I'm also going to be in there some. Roy and, Roy and Jeannie Davis are also going to be in there helping out. But we're excited about that because there's people that can't get to a small group during the week. And so we're going to do that. The next thing is Jonathan and Tiffany, you guys come on up. Jonathan and Tiffany are also going to lead a Sunday morning young families and young people, small group. And that small group is going to be right here. There's a whole huge room right behind that wall. And that's where they are going 
to meet at. And I'm super stoked about that, but it gets gooder and gooder. Because if you have kids, if you have little kids, we don't want to leave them out either. And so for our children, they're going to be going into, into the children's area at 9. If you get here a little before 9, they're going to be going ahead and going in there. And they will be in there, but we also are doing something if you have teenagers that are here or teenagers that want a little more and want to, want to be here. So Bill and Michelle Main, you guys come on up here. Bill and Michelle are actually going to be leading, and that is going to be right down that hallway into the library. So Bill and Michelle are going to be here for that. So anyway, did I miss anybody? I don't think I did. Isn't this amazing, you guys? This is called growth. Yeah, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. Most of these people have a sticker on. If you want more information, after we leave here, after we leave here, if you want more information, go and sit down and talk to them. They're going to be recruiting people to get into your, in your small group. I'm going to tell you something. Small group is where the spiritual growth happens. You have to deepen the learning. You have to deepen the learning. All right? You guys can go have a seat. Thanks so much. All right. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. As you know, we also have women and men's ministry and we're doing special activities once a quarter. I want to I want to make sure you guys know that. In the past, we've done we've done women's ministry and we've tried to do men's ministry, but it's, it has a hard time getting off the ground. So what we are going to do is we're going to switch up a little bit. There won't be a women's quote-unquote Bible study every other week. What we're going to do is is we're actually going to do quarterly events. That's, we're, already, we're already getting started. We're going to do quarterly events that we're going to announce for the women and announce for the men, and they're going to be you know, bigger, bigger type events that we're going to do. We're going to try to do that at least four times per year this year, and we're going to see how that works. We may go back to the women's study. We may do a men's study, but right now that's what we're going to do with that. You know we put a lot of emphasis in our student ministry. And so after this is over, you're going to get to go see a lot of the work that's been put in for our new student ministry area. You're going to get to see that work in the children's ministry area as well. So Jonathan's going to give you directions on this in a little bit, but I want to tell you something. When you leave here, don't just go straight out that door. Don't even use that door. Go out this way and see all the work that's been put in to our student ministry and our children's ministry area. Those are ways that you level up. But we want to make it a little bit easier for you. We wanted to do that. And so what we decided to do is, is we decided there is a way that we can connect our people in a more meaningful way. And there's a way that we can connect. We can connect the people that we already have in our directory and we can connect these small groups and we can connect them. And so, Lynn, I think we're ready for that. I want to show you a quick little video. We actually are getting ready to launch a new app for the church. All right. Okay, so listen, if you have, have an Apple App Store on the left, as you can download on the left, on the right, Google Play. You can just hit that QR code and you can download that. If you guys want to go ahead and do that now, I want to tell you also there's going to be opportunities. We're going to have these QR codes av available to you so that you can download this. Okay, it's called Church Center. It is really amazing, and I want to give Miranda a hand. Miranda, thank you so much. Miranda has worked her tail off getting this all done. She's been working for this for several months. So listen, we will have this up and available for you guys to download these QR codes. I'm so excited about this app because this app is going to be able, let's say you're new, you, whenever, you, whenever you get the, the app, Sunday morning you, hit, hit, you, you open up the app and the first thing you're going to see is all of the notes from the sermon. Every one of them right there. And then you're going to see all of the announcements. And then you're going to see all of And if there's something like, hey, I want to do pasta with the pastor, there's going to be a link. And you hit the link and you immediately can sign up for it. And you're in. 
Uh, maybe you're like, you know what, I don't know, I want to try it a different small group, let me see. You're just going to go to, go to the groups tab and hit it, and you're going to say, I want to try it out, and that's going to send a message directly to the small group leader. And then they're going to contact you and say, yeah, come on, hang out with us. It's going to be a great thing, come hang out with us. So that app is going to be a great thing for us. We're going to continue to promo that. There's one reason for children, though. If you've got children in here, this is going to be a great thing for you. All right? The children is going to be a great thing for you. It's going to be really, really good. Because we wanted to make it as simple as possible. We see you coming in here, all right, having gotten those little kiddos ready to go. We see, we see you guys coming in here. We wanted to make it as easy as possible for you to check in. And so here's... Here's a short little video that's going to show you a cool thing that this app will do. All right. So listen, what that's going to make, that was a good video, wasn't it? What that's going to make it, it's going to make it so much easier for you to check in. Instead of having to look names up and all this kind of stuff, you're literally just going to do that on the way here. Just open up the app, check in. When you get here, hit the QR code, boom, it's done. And those, those little kiddos are headed right after their classes. And I think it'll be a great, great thing. What the app is going to do is, is it's going to let us get to know one another. You're going to have, there's a directory on the app. In the directory, you can upload your picture. You can upload all the information that you want people to know. It's your option. You can edit it. You can give as little or as much information as possible. But I can't tell you how many times people call me and say, hey, listen, do you have so-and-so's number? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, let me find that. And I'll go through and I'll find that. This is going to allow us to do this all in one. So what's the point of all this? What's the point of all of this? Well, here's the point, and this is where we're going to, to end today. The point is, is to build up. So we want to step up, we want to level up, and here's the point, we want to build up. This is the best part of the whole thing. When you are fully engaged and fully connected with the life of the church, there's two things that we are to do. The first one is to glorify God. To glorify God. That's the first thing we're to do as believers. We are to glorify God. That means that we turn everything over to Him and we give Him everything and we glorify Him for who He is and what He has done. But the second thing is, is to edify others. What that means is to build each other up is to build each other up. And so as you are, and we've got tons of people in here that are already plugged into a small group. We've got tons of people in here that come every week. As you are doing that, you are to overflow onto other people. And the overflow, this is the crazy part. So we get filled up and we overflow onto other people. By the way, I want to tell you, this works both ways. Whatever you're filling yourself up with, you're going to overflow into other people. If you're filling yourself up with anger and frustration and no tolerance for people and, and short tempers, guess what you're going to overflow into everybody else? Anger and no tolerance for people and short tempers. But if you're filling yourself up with the things of God, guess what you're going to overflow? You're going to overflow those fruits, those goodness and, 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 and kindness and patience and self-control, all of those things will overflow. And that's our goal. We want to be people that build each other up. And we're going to do that through various ways. We're going to do that when we come together for small group and, and really we carry each other's burdens just like Acts 2 said. And they carried each other's burdens and when they saw people had a need, they met that need. And that's the kind of church that we've always been. I told you last week a little bit about Amanda, who was a girl that came to us. It's RJ's sister. And I want to tell you guys, I don't know if I really expressed to you 
how important that was for us. I want you to understand something. We were just starting out as a church. You know, I mean, giving a couple of hundred dollars to her to go to Walmart to buy supplies was a stretch. Are you with me? For us. We were just getting ready and just starting as a church. But man, the benefits and the overflow that we've gotten from that, because the crazy thing that happens is when we overflow onto other people, I don't know how He does it. I don't know how God does it. But it's just like in giving. He gives back even more. And I don't even know how He does it. And we don't do it for that reason. We don't try to build other people up. So I don't go in saying, hey, I'm going to be nice to that person because if I'm nice to that person, God's going to fill me up and I'm going to feel great all day. We don't do it for that reason. We do it because we've been so close to Christ and we so want to walk with Him and we so want to follow Him that that's just something that comes natural to us now. And when we get to a place where we're building up other people, that's when the church grows. Building up also includes in serving in other areas. Y'all, we have a greeting team you can serve in. where You can help in small groups. We have Sunday morning cafe that you can serve in. We have a student ministry that you can serve in. We have a children's ministry that you can serve in. We have a children's ministry that you can serve in. We have a children's ministry that you can serve in. We have a worship team that you can serve in. We have a sound and tech team in the back that you can serve in. And we have a security team that you can serve in. And those are just some of the areas that you can serve in here. And you'll be amazed how much God grows you through these various acts of service by building others up. What are we asking you to do today? Here's what we're asking you to do. We're asking you to step up. We're asking you to level up. And we're asking you to build up. And then we want to watch and see what God does for our church. Miranda, did I miss anything? Are we good? Are we good? Dan, are we good? I'm going to check with our staff. Lynn, are we good? Jonathan, did I miss anything? Jonathan, you could be a little more energetic. He just went, okay, good. All right, right? Good, good. Listen, I promise you this. If you will do these three things, if you, if, if you will step up and you will level up and you will build up, you will see your life change. Not because I said so, but because God's word says so. Let me pray for you. Lord, we are amazed at what you do when we turn our lives over to you. We're amazed at the changes that occur in our lives when we turn our lives over to you. We're amazed at the, just the overall impact that we can have only because we've turned our lives over to you. We want to be people that step up. We don't want to be consumers, God. We want to be builders. We want to be builders in the church. And God, I know one sermon's not going to have people do that. But God, I do pray that something I said today kind of touched a heart and said, no, you know, it's time. It's time. I've been a consumer long enough. I want to be a builder. And God, the crazy thing is, is that if, as we make those decisions, as we make the decision to level up, as we make the decisions to step up, as we make the decisions to then build up other people, as we do that, you give back more than we ever give out. And so God, I ask you today to let us be people 
who step up and level up and build up. Let us embrace the mission of experience God in everyday life. That's what we want for ourselves and that's what we want for other people. And God, as you, as we begin to see changes and as you begin to do what you're going to do, we will be careful to give you the honor and the glory and the praise. In the strong and mighty name of Jesus. And all God's people said, Amen. Amen. Let's stand up for a final worship song this morning. Thank you for listening to the podcast for Real Church Coweta. If you have any questions or would like to contact us, please visit our website at realchurchcoweta.com and click on the Contact Us tab. We invite you to join us every Sunday at 10 a.m. in the Worship Center on the campus of Central Christian School in Sharpsburg. Until then, God bless and remember to love God, love others, and live real.